right, Cappy's going to be along here in a minute. Uh, oh, there he is. Uh, what's up, Cappy? Yo, who's ready for some softball on Friday? Uh, it's only Wednesday, but I'm jumping out of my skin. I can't wait. Well, Mason, you know, the best softball player. I no longer player, think your team is favored, no, Cap. Mason's team's loaded. The best softball player at this uh, station is the big CY. <laughs> That's what he says. Uh, he is. <laughs> That's what you said. Something. I think you guys have misunderstood why this is exciting and exciting event for me. Playing is one thing. I play all the time. I played, I played in high school. I played growing up. Yeah. Yada, yada. But the, the organization of the events for baseball-related stuff is, is what I care about. The mm-hmm. warming up, the how we're getting around after outs, mm-hmm. what we're doing in the dugout, all that stuff is ten times cooler to me than who wins or loses. Do I think we're more talented? Yes. Do I think we're probably going to be a little bit more organized? Yes. Are we probably going to win the psychological battle from a trash talk standpoint? Yes. I'm just happy to do all this stuff with other people. We had a text thread earlier today. You know what I'm doing the day of the game, Michael? Mm. I'm going to see my buddy coach at a U-17 game at 8 a.m. Because this is how nerdy I am about okay. baseball. Uh, Jorge, what do you got? Everything. I'm just there so I don't get fined. Yes, basically. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I'm saying, I'm not here to brag about being the best player. I just want this to go well because I love the game. But then you tell Mason you're the best player in the, in the game? Uh, Beto's probably as good of a player as I am, for sure. Uh, you think Beto's as good as you? Absolutely. Well, Beto's on my side. Know, is he going to be our like our organizational? What is yes, all this organizational stuff you know, about? You need a bench coach to run a game. You know oh, what I'm okay. saying? That's what I'm saying. So that's what Beto and I What am doing. I? You're the manager. Oh, the manager. Yeah, you're exactly. the Tommy Lasorda. Exactly. Oh, right. I'm Lasorda and... <laughs> Just yeah, delegate, Bill, he's Bill Russell. Just, just, right, just delegate, man. Right. Let Beto handle everything. Yeah. Right. So yeah. that's what we're doing. That's why I'm excited. I'm right. not here to talk trash about me hitting homers or running bases or throwing people out from deep on the infield. Mm. That'll come. Yeah. But I'm excited. Are you the shortstop? About, I'm probably, yeah, I'm pretty short. I think so. We might have some game day changes because Kirk Morrison called in yesterday, and apparently he's an outfielder, mm. a man of his size. I didn't really realize that. So we'll see what we're going to do at first base. But, yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah. Cappy, you're excited? I can't wait. I'm so looking forward to Friday afternoon. What I happen to love is I just love the way we've created all these events yep. and ways yeah. for people to get involved in the radio station. Yeah. So I'm thinking we're going to have a really big crowd. Uh, the wiffle ball competition, the home run derby is going to be great. And then the game, who knows what's really going to happen. Yeah, here. who because, knows. But, but here's my question. It's though, for Mace. fun, by the way. As right. long as we went, it's for fun. I, I want people to understand that. I am not out here trying to embarrass anybody. I'm here to have fun. Are you guys going to be drinking like beer while the game's yes. going on? Oh, undoubtedly. All right. Beer, Michael, you haven't heard gummies. that? Uh, yeah, that that <laughs> team Mace has gummies in the dugout. Yeah, we got oh, a yeah. candy dish with gummies oh, in the geez. dugout. That's they, might, they run the wrong direction. Yeah, <laughs> they might think run towards third. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with your arms flailing in the air like those ear things. <laughs> oh my goodness! This so, Cappy, have you done anything today that has been on the softball schedule? I sent out the scouting reports last night. Mace, oh I'm my joking. god! I didn't scouting that. reports. That's a, Can that's you a believe joke. Believe this guy. <laughs> that didn't happen. But yeah. how is your day going, Kaplan, on a softball level? So I have not yet put a glove on my hand. Okay. I've not yet thrown a ball. Mm-hmm. I've not swung a bat at all. Okay. But I did go out for a nice run this afternoon. Mm-hmm. You know, so I did a lot of sweating. I'm trying to get myself into to proper physical condition mm-hmm. to give myself the best opportunity to be successful on the softball field. I think today's the day to throw a ball. Yeah, you should throw. Today's a ball. the day to start throwing. A Is ball. there a mercy rule in case sure. someone jumps? Out You're to allowed to score seven runs in an inning, and then they cut you off. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, do, so that way they can get a few innings out of it. Right. Yeah. Other, we're trying to we're trying to get five innings in. Right? I think we're trying to get five in. I have a feeling it might go You're six. Not gonna go six? Yeah, it might go six, six innings. Come on, Clinton. You you say I should. Uh, Drum. Oh, there you go, there man. There's is. your song. Have yeah. you seen the movie yeah. that this is on the soundtrack for? What's your walk-up song? I'm not telling. 
That's the whole point. Oh, it's a oh, surprise. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not a huge surprise, but like I, I plan on it being a bit of a Should moment. California love. When it, when it drops, you know what I'm saying? You're going to know it's your boy. Cappy, what's yours? That's going to be exciting. Well, mine is, is somewhat obvious, Michael. I mean, I'm, I'm coming out to Eminem's yeah. front. You know, I'm coming out to our theme song. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. You got to do that. Bing, well, hold on, Cap. Yeah, yeah, I think now's the time. The, today's the day to get your, your throwing program, as we say, started. A.K.A. You don't want the first time you throw to be the day before, because if you end up being sore, then the next day you're Although, screwed. here's the weird thing about it, Clint. So I, I went out this weekend, and I, I played some catch and did took some ground mm-hmm. balls and stuff. Um, throwing hurt? Uh, you know, I dove for a ball, and I went down to one knee. What are you and doing diving, diving for balls? For a ball. uh, yeah, like for a guy for who ball. says this uh-huh. is not serious, yeah, I mean, it's not you're serious, diving but and I, I dive for a ball. Yeah, okay. just yeah. once. Just wanted to lay out. And the easiest thing was the throwing. Right, but the uh, thing about throwing, the- I remember. I, you know, I, I played I a lot of pepper in my life. Accuracy thing. It's a your arm can get sore real quick. Right. If you decide you're going to go out on Thursday and oh hey, I'm going to throw the ball 50 times to try to warm up, and then you wake up on Friday morning, you're like, oh my god, my shoulder doesn't work. You do that today, you got a recovery day tomorrow. <laughs> now, supposedly there's good. a batting cage at. At the complex. At the complex. So right. people will be able to get some swings in before the, the uh, game itself. The only reason I would caution to say to waiting that day is that if that batting cage doesn't have a slow pitch version, for example, the, the cage we went to yesterday had both regular fast pitch, and regular baseball, softball. and slow pitch. Yeah. So there's not going to be a whole lot of usage if you're going out there trying to hit 50-mile-an-hour fastballs. By the time you get into the cage or to the box on a softball field, you're going to be way ahead of everything. And you Wait, really hey, let me, but uh, Mace, Mace, did you swing a bat? Have you taken hacks? Yeah, I did. I took hacks, okay. and uh, I gave you the scouting report on yeah. me. Stack the left side of the <laughs> infield. Just stack it because I'm hitting it. I'm pulling it Dead pull. every single time. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, did you have a scouting report yet, Cappy? No, no you haven't I, done anything. I, I haven't. I haven't taken any hacks. I don't think I, you're taking this seriously. Well, I, I, Clinton, should I take hacks? I think or you sh- should swing the bat twenty times before this game starts, and not on the day that it happens. Okay, that's so what I, should I swing think. tonight. All right, yeah, okay. go get. I mean, you know, you don't have to go out there for an hour, but just remember because here's what happens: if when was the last time you swung a bat versus this time? Been a really, really, really. Really, really long time. Okay, so for no other reason than knowing what your body is going to feel like after one max effort, you got to go out there and take a hat because you might have some body parts. Yeah, Cappy, you seem way less serious about this than uh, Clinton is. Well, that's because Clinton and I discussed this yes. from the very first moment that the rosters were announced. And Clinton volunteered his expertise when it comes to managerial organization. Ah, and, I suge- and I said from the very beginning, I need you, man. Yeah. You Why know, isn't Sedano playing? No, he's Cuban. He, Sedano, Cuban's Sedano, play. He's, <laughs> he's at Summer League. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's in no, the league. Cap, get some swings in tonight. Yeah. And definitely get some throws in before tomorrow, even if you don't go crazy, because you don't want to wake up on Thursday and be like, oh, actually, these four body, bar- body parts just don't work anymore. Right. You know okay. what I'm saying? That that can't happen, you know. Michael, have you taken batting practice at all with a son who's a major league player? Have you ever had a chance yeah. to go yeah. to a major league ballpark and take BP? No, not at a major league ballpark, but I've been to the batting cage with Trace. Yeah. Uh, you know, they got the the pitching machine. He mm-hmm. says, "Get in there, Dad. Take a few swings." <laughs> How'd you do? I fouled off a couple. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, How let me know? let me change the subject. And you guys ask you something. You, you, Mace, you brought up briefly the Zach Wilson, the quarterback yes. of the Jets. You know, yeah. so this story is is like tabloid fodder, big time. So Zach Wilson dating this like unbelievably beautiful girl at BYU, high school sweetheart. They mysteriously break up. 
through a bunch of social media this week, it comes out that she accuses him, his ex-girlfriend accuses him, of sleeping with his best friend's mom. Yeah. Wait, no. Oh, no, 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 his no, no, mom's, mom's best, best friend. Best friend. Best friend. Yeah. Right. So Sorry. a woman that's 20 years older yes. than he is. At least. Cougar. Yeah. The cougar. And yeah. then pictures yeah. of all these people come out. The They're all yeah. all ridiculously attractive. Yes. Like Zach Wilson's a really good looking guy. It, what makes this even weirder is that the ex-girlfriend is now dating his college roommate who is a wide receiver oh in God. Washington. I need, a, I need like a for the a commanders. Flow flow chart. Chart. Yeah, it's out. like a soap opera. But here's my question about Zach Wilson. Do you think this story where he breaks up with this girl, she goes out with his best friend, and then the reason comes out that one of the reasons why they broke up is that he slept with his mom's best friend. Do you think that makes him more popular or less popular with Jet fans? You know, I I, uh, I don't know. That's the a good man question. more popular with the ladies. I don't mean I, I, I don't mean disgusting. to be flip here, but have we seen a picture of his mom's best friend? Yeah. I yeah. have not oh, really? seen that yeah. photograph. Me Hi. either. I've not seen the photo either. And Hi. because I understand the crassness of men, I'm guessing that the ratings that these men have for that woman is going to fuel yeah. whether or not they All, think this every, guy's Clinton, more popular Everybody involved, including Zach Wilson's of mom, well, Zach Wilson's mom is, is a attractive. social media yeah. entity. Is, I, is, I've doesn't seen it, it. She saw our draft day. As men, doesn't it bother you that the only reason why this came out is because his ex-girlfriend ratted him out? Doesn't well, that I don't think you guys? that's the only reason why this came out. I mean, well, I think how was well, we going to find me, out about it? Let me ask you this. What is the most offending thing on all the list of the things that happened here, Michael? Is it, is it ratting out the guy for talking about is – it, is it ratting out your ex-boyfriend for what he did? Is it dating, her, dating his former roommate? What, what, or what, what's the worst thing here? In your opinion, who's done the worst, most harm? Well, listen, it's all wrong, but keep that private. Why does his ex-girlfriend got to make it a public? That's what bothers me. It wasn't her that made it public. Yeah, it was the dude. Yeah, it was. It, I thought it was Dodge the dude about. who posted on his IG. He uh, posted a picture of her. No, no. The way I understood this was that she was accused, the high school college girlfriend, yeah. was accused of something called homie hopping. Right, but the, how yeah. that came out and, was a picture on his IG, I'm right. fairly certain. And so, well, wherever it came out, yeah. as soon as she was accused of homie hopping, she said, I, I wasn't homie hopping. Right. Ask him about sleeping with his best friend's mom, which is what, it. Michael, you're talking right. about. She shouldn't have brought that yeah, out. Well, well, well what what's the that? worst? But, okay, now that we know what's it's happening. like last week when Colin Murray's hairdresser or platter or whatever. Yes, we talked about that. Came up in the public with that stuff. Yeah, what? okay, but I'm asking you guys, what do you think is the worst offense here? Because I actually think. The worst offense. Yeah. Is cheating on your girlfriend with with your mom's that? best well, friend? What I mean, it happens to be with your mom's best know. friend. But I have no judgment Hold about on. him sleeping with Hold his mom's on. best yeah, friend. Yeah, I don't know that we know that that was a cheating thing, and that's where this becomes interesting. That's not necessarily why that happened. That's just something she but said. Why are we knowing about it again, Michael? Hold on, we do uh, know, but it's not. She didn't say that's why they broke up. She just said it's what happened. That could have easily happened after they broke up. It could have been unrelated. Yeah, true. And that's where I'm sort of like, I'm not really sure okay. where the wrongs are on here. A, on a somewhat related note, hmm. we had Clay Thompson on the show today. Yes. Really? And we, yeah, yeah. yeah. We get Who the book him. We get the big guests. Uh, Michael, Michael. Michael Thompson. But Greg, and, Greg and, still tried to sabotage him. Right. I was but, wondering, did Greg think it was a good interview? Do you think you guys asked good questions? Uh, I well, said that Clay was great. It's yeah. already been nominated for interview of the year for the Mandy Awards next year. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. So, so one of the questions we asked Clay yes. is, um, we hear you're hesitant to introduce girls you're dating to your mom and dad. Ah. And Clay made this point, and I'm curious if you guys agree with it. Clay said, it's a generational thing that my parents and people like my parents' age, and Michael and I are roughly in that age bracket, tend to look down on girls who put everything on the internet. Oh, wow. And yeah, the booty pictures. He yes. said, he Bungie, said, Clay said, the, <laughs> the truth is, people in my generation, 
That's how we communicate. True. We yeah. put a lot of stuff on the internet, and yep. it doesn't make them bad people. Agreed. Should I was just going to say, should Michael, as a parent, be concerned if a girl is putting up a whole bunch of risque pictures on the internet? I mean, my definition of risque and Michael's definition of risque are probably not the same. Mm-hmm. So racy bikini pictures. No, I get it. I'm just, I'm just saying that, like that, to me, I, I'm with Clay on this. But, but my point is, is that, like, let me ask you this: Would you automatically go to a girl's IG if you met her in person? Oh, today's age, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Today's age, yeah. Yes. Well, I think that I think everybody. That's would. an assume. That's it. I mean, yeah, like, you Google I, her name. Yeah, go right to the social. I mean, media. you're googling the kids. Okay, I didn't know if as a parent that was something you would but, do. You know, but I do. Okay, it. yeah. By, I mean, sure, by the yeah. way, let let Laura's here. Let's get a let's get a woman's opinion. Laura, is it is it a red flag if a girl is putting a whole bunch of racy bikini pictures on the internet? Uh, I want to say no, but it depends on what she does. Like, I have friends who are models, like, that's their job. So, like, but if you're, I also have friends who are, you know, whatever, and they do that. I just, I don't think it's a bad look. So you agree with Clay? Yeah, that, just, that doesn't make him a bad person if no, they're no, putting no. racy pictures no, no, right. all over the place. My question is though, if you walk, if, she, if if Clay walked into the house with a young woman, and you sat down, you had dinner, and you did not otherwise know, right. Would you go looking? Sure. Oh, in other words, would you go looking yeah, at her to Instagram? See, like, oh, well, oh, I would. Brought her I don't home. know if Let you would. I, would. I would. Yeah, if I knew her last name, I'd check it out. Have but you wait, ever but met, Michael, have you ever met any of his girlfriends? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, but but most of the time, Clay doesn't. Talk to to Michael about his girlfriends, and yep. that's what we asked him. Right. We said, "Hey, he's why why won't you right. do that?" And he said, "Well, he goes, you know, my attitude, Clinton, was I said, I if I was Clay, I wouldn't introduce a girl to Michael and Julie unless I was kind of serious." Of course, Bingo. because there. yeah, because if the introducer to, and Michael says no, he wants to meet them all. Yeah. Oh, of course, he does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Michael, that's, no. that's that's no? not a surprise. I mean, they're just, nice girls. I don't mind. Just float through his just float through his comments on his pictures. I'm sure you can find yeah, plenty to, to look at. Just, but I Michael, just... are you are you judgmental about the pictures and their social media presence, or do you have sort of a built-in um, paranoia that this woman might be dating Clay for who he is and money? Well, I mean, you always have to be aware of that because these guys, every, especially you guys. Yeah, they're uh, kind of walking lottery tickets. Yeah, they are. All their salaries are, are known. They can just Google the public, these guys yeah. and they know what they And that makes them more attractive. And it's, I guess who wouldn't be, who wouldn't be, a, a what woman wouldn't be attracted to a guy making tens of millions of dollars a year? I mean, that's just natural. That's human. You can't yeah. blame them for that. I mean, come on. That's, uh, that's just part of the game. But uh, I just think, I, I, I'm kind, listen, I, it's nothing wrong with having social media. Just why can't you do it tastefully? Well, look, f- by your standards, you have different standards than this generation has. Yeah. Uh, look, this generation lives on Instagram. Mason man. lives on Instagram. I mean, I... Yeah, I, but I, you don't have you on Speedos. He put a picture does. of him naked under a waterfall. I did put up a naked picture, but <laughs> just one time. <laughs> I forgot about that. One I blocked time. That. I blocked that out of my memory. But, yeah. but it was waist up, right? You it was, just, was, oh, yeah. Was, no, yeah. he's being covered by a waterfall. By a waterfall. There's nothing wrong yeah. with that. No, nothing wrong with that. Other than he's naked wait no, you couldn't, you would you not water. say it's tasteful i'm not i'm not naked out there yeah, i would say you're naked no michael it's not though, like he's gallivanting thing. in his backyard your famous <laughs> picture well it says yeah. the guy who put a naked bathtub picture of himself True. out on the internet cap yeah. but your not to picture. mention i also have a naked picture of me being covered by the mandy's what about my picture your too? favorite picture yeah my favorite back picture. in the day that would be considered a instagram thirst trap if really yeah yes. oh sure. yeah yes. Sure. oh yeah really good point that's what i'm saying so you got to understand how really modern just me sitting on a boat with yep. my pet looking flexing, good. Yeah, flexing. looking money. Yes.
Yeah. That's, yeah, that's yeah, the Laura Clinton's right, isn't he? That's the same as a butt picture? Basically. If yeah. Poor dude, Showing yeah. off, yeah. Yeah. It's really? like, look at me, look at me, look at me. Exactly what this generation <laughs> yeah. says all the time. Yeah, look at me, look at me, look at me. You're right. Yeah. So, Michael, I get you, man, because I got three daughters. There you go. And 2018 and 16. And I'll tell you right now, my 18-year-old in particular, she posts pictures that I will text her and I'll go, yo, take that down off See? Instagram. Wow. And she's like, why? I'm like, have you ever heard of like human trafficking? Like, like you, you like you, you're literally putting it all out there for everybody to see. No, like, I, I, Cap, I completely sympathize with you at here. That, but that's a pretty extremist view yeah, as to why. No, no, he doesn't want racy pictures of his daughter out there for guys yeah, to, you know. I, I get that. You Cap. People do realize that this can also make you money in ways that don't necessarily. Well, that was Laura's point. You have friends that yeah. are Instagram Back models, of a right? Band or something. Laura, you know? if you had a daughter at 18 years of age, I don't 20, want daughters. I want to be the only girl in the house. But, but if you had one who was now 18 or 20 and she was putting all the boongie pictures out there, would you uh, condone that? Don't be a hypocrite. I wouldn't. There you go. Yeah, see? I would not see? condone it. I, I, see, it's tough because I have nieces that are 16, 17 putting very racy pictures. And I was like, I text my sister sometimes. I'm like, yo, have you seen what so-and-so? She's like, she's fine. Like, my sister's cool with it. And I'm like, yo, she's 16, though. Like, she yeah. looks like she's Cap, I, I actually sympathize with you. 16, 18, and 20 is right in the wheelhouse of where these girls are going to start yeah, to do that's, this. That's a Maalox yeah. masher. So I'm glad, you're, I'm glad you're telling your daughter to take stuff down. But Guess at what, some though, point, they are grown-up adult human beings that you have to let live their own autonomous lives. I know, but if I showed you guys, like, pictures of my 18-year-old daughter, you'd be like, what the hell is she doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you allow that to happen? <laughs> yeah. And I'm I losing control. I got a 21-year-old sister who's a dancer, so like a, like a, you know, a stage dancer, and so oh, okay. she posts a lot of stuff with her and her friends and it's like hey this is what it is i mean like i think my thing is it's sort of like if you're posting pictures of yourself that's very different than like frankly being in the streets you know what i'm saying it's yeah. like the parents who are like you want your kids want to drink do it in my basement yeah we'll be doing it out you know what i'm saying elsewhere there's an element of that there too okay last thing it is John Ireland's birthday this yeah. week. Yeah, on yeah. Friday. Yeah, uh, Friday. Stu Lance's birthday today. Yeah. Happy and, birthday, uh, Stu. Uh, so, uh, Are you nervous like... about this one? This one seems a little scary. Oh. No, no. Fi- next year's 60. Oh, next year's wow, 60. 59. This is 59. Yeah. 59. yeah, at least one's going to Italy next year. I'll be nervous next year. What's that, that late coma? What's that going to cost me? Yeah, sure. Discount <laughs> coffee coming next year? Is that how that worked? That's what my dad always said the best thing about getting old was. He pays half price for everything because he's... <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll yeah. look for it. Tell your dad to give me that list. 60's a new 50, Ireland. Yep. Excellent. All right. Happy birthday, John. See ya. Uh, John will be back next week. We're back tomorrow at 1 as the eve of the big 7-10 softball game at the West Covina Sportsplex. In the meantime, my favorite afternoon show, no Shidano today, but we do have Cappy and the big CY next. Mason and Ireland, 7-10 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. How we doing on a hump day, Scotty? Oh, man, what a great day. So glad to be with everybody. So looking forward to Friday. It's only Wednesday, and see why I'm, like, jumping out of my skin excited for Friday afternoon. Although I will admit one thing to you, Coach. Yes. I'm getting a little nervous that I'm completely, utterly unprepared, and I don't want to make a fool of myself. Well, then go outside and do something. We're not going to do that. Accountability is something we teach in this program. I'm using my real voice right here, not even Sean McVay. Go out and do something. Just throw the ball. Make sure that you know how the engine runs before you take the car on the racetrack. That's the goal here. So I have a buddy of mine who is a longtime 710 listener who has been texting me, Clinton, Mm -hmm. and he's saying to me, because he's a big softball dad. Right. You know, he's got like a daughter who plays high school softball. He's always posting videos of them with their travel ball team. Sure. And he tells me that in one coaching session, he can have me hitting lasers. Sure, but I don't think that that's what you want to focus on because you just want to focus on making sure that what you – how do I say this? First of all, the pitching is going to be more important than the hitting, flatly. Hit the zone. You know what I'm saying? So you're going to want to make sure that because you're making enough throws, even though it's underhand, that you're kind of used to that rhythm. Hitting the ball is something you're going to do – I don't know what you're maybe going to swing the ball, swing the bat five times during the game. You're probably going to throw the ball 25 to 30 times minimum. You know what I mean? In terms of pitches and other throws. So I'd say you work on what your arm feels like. The hitting will come. Okay. I've been playing a little bit of cornhole, you know, yeah, that's, to, that's a good motion repeater. Yeah, yeah for just sure. Working on that for sure. Now. Um, so, so what are you saying then coach? Should I, Yes, go take a batting practice session yes. and a lesson, or should I not? I think you should, but the reason I think you should is just so that you can get a feel for what it is you do naturally, not because you want to try to learn something new. That's okay. what I'm saying. I'm sure you can hit a ball just fine, but if you start fine-tuning stuff and thinking about things and getting too in your head, that's not the purpose of batting practice at this stage of the game. The okay. purpose of batting practice at this stage of the game is just to find what's already there. Okay. Now. The throws, you just want to make sure you gauge how good your arm feels. The reason you're starting these workouts today and tonight is to see how you feel tomorrow, not just to see how you do today. You know what I'm saying? Because then you'll know by Friday, here's what I can do when it comes to game time. That's the idea. Okay, so I have a small issue here scheduling-wise. Okay. So I made this plan to go out to a dinner tonight with a buddy of mine who for years was the Chargers team equipment manager. Nice. And he then uh, moved um, on, and he's, he's the equipment manager of the Houston Gamblers now okay. of the USFL. Sure. And he's, he's, he said, hey, I'm, I'm going to be coming into town. Can we go out and have some dinner? So we're going out to have dinner tonight, and yet my, my softball coach or wannabe coach is telling me, dude, I need you tonight <laughs> because you and I got to get out on the field. So I'm either going to be hitting a park at like 9 o'clock tonight somewhere. Right. Or, Clinton, I, I'm kind of with you. I don't feel like I should do it the day before, but it may come down to 
tomorrow afternoon, tomorrow evening. That's fine, but I would say save the hitting. For, if that's going to be the case, don't be maxing out on swings. You know what I'm saying? Because you could pull something, and then you're really screwed. That's yeah. the whole reason I was saying that today matters is because you get a recovery day at the very least to recalibrate your body and figure out what's going on. All right, so, Clinton, today I have yet to do any. I haven't thrown a ball. Mm-hmm. I haven't put my glove on my hand. I haven't swung a bat, nothing. However, I did go out earlier this afternoon. I got in a very sweaty, hot, solid, slow, extremely slow run. In fact, I don't even think running is what I was doing. It was it was a little faster than a walk and a little slower than a jog. <laughs> a so it, it, it just yeah it just it was it, it wasn't really running. What do they anyway. call what do they call that a trot? Something like that, a dude. Trot it was, in the horses world. It's one of those things where when I would see somebody running the way I was running today, I'd like make fun of them. Like look at that guy. <laughs> That's not even really running, and now I'm that guy. Okay, so here's what I would say to everybody listening. That includes players on the other team, just because this is what you do. If you don't have time to get out there on the on the field and get a full throwing session like the Conciliere and Beto and I did yesterday. Just get a ball. It doesn't even have to be a softball. It doesn't even have to be a baseball. Tennis ball doesn't work so well, but if you got a lacrosse ball hanging around, this works just as good. Get a ball and get a glove. And you don't have to go anywhere. Just sit where you are and throw said ball into your glove. The repetitive motion of just gripping a ball and remembering what it's like to get that thing popping again will get you moving once you get out on the field and get ready to throw. You can do that going nowhere. It might annoy the people in the room, but if you're in the room by yourself, it won't annoy anybody. So Pop now, that glove. Okay, you asked me, have I done anything today? Not really. Yesterday, you and Beto were at the batting cages. Correct. Have you yourself, Coach, yes. put back on the compression tights <laughs> earlier today and the vans and gone out and done some work. I did some throwing. I mean, I did some glove work. Not that that's really glove work, but I did what we did today. So what I did all day today, sometimes all day I'll listen to the station because I know I'm coming in later and I want to know the bits. Today I did something a little different. I had kind of a mental health day. And by that I mean I watched the same TV show all day while I threw my ball into my glove just to, you know, remind myself of what I was here for. I watched Miss Marvel, all six episodes. Great program, by the way. But I did that, sat on the couch, you know, just kind of hydrated and got my fluids going and popped the glove pretty much for six hours. Damn, really? Yeah, I mean, you know, that's what I did all day. I was watching the TV show, and I was popping my glove the whole time I did it. All right. Now, now, hold on, Clinton. You know, you and I today, mm-hmm. we don't have Lindsay Baseball, who, no. who told me to tell everybody who's listening two things. A, she is in health and safety protocols. That's what she wanted to tell everybody. All right. And B... Anybody who's concerned about Lindsay Baseball's Twitter account, she wanted me to tell everybody that her Twitter account is also in health and safety protocols for whatever that's worth. I'm so that's passing what, on information. That's what we're doing now. You're taking dictation from Lindsay to, <laughs> to give her PR. That's funny. No, that, that, is, that's, that is precisely right. That, that's fair. But, you know, I mean, you know, so we wanted to interview. What is the situation with Emily, by the way, making an appearance? So apparently... Emily is unavailable to make a guest appearance on today's broadcast. Alas. She's um, having drinks with a friend that was pre-planned prior to. I mean, she can't take five minutes out of that. That'd be I a mean, nice, she, that'd be a nice, I'm joking. She has stuff I'm to kidding. Do, yeah. I'm messing around. But no, that's cool. Well, you know, I mean, Bergman is obviously here, another teammate, if, if we want to talk to him. Do you want to do that? I do eventually, but can I just ask you one thing? Please we do. have We have somebody else working with us today. We have Michael Funches. Correct. Now, Funchy here is on Team Mace. Yes. Team Mace. So, Funch, you tell us, first and foremost, what is your experience around the game of softball or baseball or uh, any form thereof? Kickball, even. <laughs> no experience whatsoever around softball or baseball or whatever. I mean, I think the last time I ever 
went to a batting cage or hit a ball before last night when I went to the batting cage to get ready for Friday was probably like when I was maybe 15 years ago, hanging out after college with my boys, drinking a little bit and going to the batting cage. That's what we would do. Okay, so have you seen the footage, Scott Kaplan, of Funches in the cage? No, not at all. Where can I see such footage? Funches, I think that for the purposes of this bit, you're going to have to post it to the community. I will, I will, definitely. definitely. I mean, like, during the show, as in in the next break. All right. So we can discuss it. All right. Now, let me ask you a follow-up question, because, Scott, if you haven't seen that footage, you probably don't know this either. What is the softball, baseball, kickball experience in your household, Mr. Funches? Uh, I have no experience, but my wife, my new wife, she played ball. She played softball all through junior high and high school, travel ball and all that stuff. So she is the ball player in the family. So did she coach you up? She did coach me up. And she got off a bunch at, at, at bats, and she was crushing it. I mean, to the point where I'm like thinking about maybe having her come out for an at-bat for me. You know, during the game on Friday. Well, Steve, no, 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 no. I mean, how well, about if she comes out and has an out bat for our our team? Well, no! No, 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 no. Let's be fair here, Steve Mason. If you're listening, you might want to consider an in-home trade halfway Ooh. through your game <laughs> just to make sure that you get I, the maximum value out of the Funches name. Right, because I'm, if she puts on the jersey that says Funches, exactly. it's the same thing. Yeah, 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 same thing. That's what I mean, you know, so that's that's kind of a little two-way player. Uh, I'm, t- I'm telling you this, I was using slow-pitch softball. She was going fast-pitch, low, you know, right in the box and stuff like yeah. that. So she was crushing it. So this was Wait, news to me today, Cap, to find yeah. out that he is married to a softball expert. Yeah, I didn't know this either. Now, Funchy, um, I would like to see this video. If you could post it to the Sedano and Cap Circle of Trust community on Twitter. For sure, for sure. That would be appreciated because, to be honest, I mean, I'm just going to be honest about it here for a second, okay? Funch, you look like you probably are a decent athlete. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I'm in shape. I'll say that. But decent athlete doesn't necessarily mean that you could become a good softball player overnight if you have no experience at all. Like, when you throw a ball, do you look like a guy who grew up throwing <laughs> Man, a ball? Man, that's the one thing I haven't done this week was throw a ball. So I don't know how I look like throwing a ball right now. That's not. Okay. That's that's. I mean, that's promising for us. But but I mean, I've thrown a ball before. Thrown, <laughs> obviously, hit it to funches, y'all. That's the idea. No, I'm joking. But post that. Scott, let's do this. Post yeah, that, yeah. and on the other side, we'll talk to Greg, and I'll talk about the bat situation, which is taking a major upgrade overnight. Okay. Anybody who has not heard about the bat situation, Clinton posted some video don't, yesterday. Don't long tease it. Don't long tease it. All right? I, I'll lay it out on the other side because the story behind it is incredible. Let's hear it. Stick around. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Uh, uh, you want me to uh. tell you a real story about this song? Yeah, please. So everybody knows the history of Millie Vanilli and how they got caught lip syncing, which, frankly, in this day and age, doesn't even feel like it's anything bad. That's, you know, like in terms of like how performers do things, auto-tune, all that other, other sort of stuff. You know where they got caught, right? No. They got caught at a plate called Lake Compounds, which is the 100-plus-year-old amusement park, which is directly across the street from ESPN in Bristol, Connecticut. Like, that's an actual fact. It's weird. I've been there a couple times, and that's where that happened. It's like the scariest. It's one of the weirdest amusement parks you've ever seen. It's like down in this hill, ravine thing in Connecticut. It's odd, but that's where it happened. It was a performance at that amusement park where they got caught and everything unraveled from there. How did they get caught? Do you have any idea of the story? Some AV tech thing went wrong, and they were just oh. exposed. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's my understanding of it. I actually don't think that that's that controversial. But Didn't the not. CD skip or something? Was something like that. Like that, that yeah, right? In concert. tape caught or whatever, so- but... I went to a concert like I had um when I used to work in, in radio and like music and stuff. So we would go to a lot of concerts. There was one artist. It's a it's a trio of guys. 
and they have the most amazing voices ever. The lead singer got super bombed. I mean, drunk to the point that I don't even know how he was on stage. And people started booing them because they were they started to lip sync. They went from real singing to lip syncing because he got so drunk. Wow. And I'm yeah. like, dude, this happens all the time in yeah. concerts. I mean, it's that's, a, that's how deal. people survive. You think yeah. Britney Spears and Janet Jackson were dancing around like all that, doing all that, and still singing right. every Like I used note. to wonder no. that all the time. No I'm way. like, how could they possibly be doing that much jumping around and still be able to sing and not be out of breath at all. Right. Okay, so quickly, Scott, and I don't mean, I, I, we're going to get back to the softball thing because Greg Bergman is sitting with me. And okay. I have a word to say as well to some of the members of the community. Listen, I am not some baseball hardo for any other reason than this is what I actually love to do. I do not actually care about performance. My goal here is to make sure everybody has a good, safe, and instructive time so that they feel better about the next time that they do this. This is who I really actually am outside of this radio station. When I went to the All-Star Game last year in Denver, me and my buddy Jake, who you all might know from Sesame's BBQ, we just put out a tweet that said, hey, we're playing catch at this park at this hour of this morning on this day, and like 20 people showed up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is how I roll. I like including people in the participation of Diamond Sports because that's what made me happy as a kid and is what taught me a lot of life lessons about how I got here today. So screw all right, y'all so with your little condescending remarks. Can you um, update us on the bat situation? And I, I won't say much other than this. Yes. I received your text last night. <laughs> it was one of those situations. Does anybody else have this problem? Laura, I may need your help on this. You ever get a text of a video from somebody and it's teeny tiny on your oh, text? Oh, yes. Yeah, I that hate that. When you're in mixed. When you're in mixed uh, like, like signals, right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you're not on the whole. There's an like, Android and yeah. an iPhone. That happens a lot. Oh, yeah. So, so, so the, the text came in. It was this little teeny tiny video. I clicked on it. It didn't expand. And then I heard the audio and I was and it took over my car. And I'm like, <laughs> what the hell's going on? What, what, I, I was listening to, to the game. Right. And what happened? And and then I finally, finally saw the video that you sent in text. I saw it on Twitter. And I honestly, Clinton, my mind was blown by what I had seen. I had no expectation you were pulling this off. Can you explain what's, what's going on here? So many moons ago, as we like to say, basically during the lockdown, I met a guy who was a bat manufacturer. This guy was kind of down on his luck. He didn't find any ways to sort of make his sales. And I said, you know what, buddy? You went so far as to lay all this out for me to you know, try to help your own business, family business based on the East Coast in Connecticut. I said, I'll try to help you out. Hooked him up with a couple different MLB supplier people. You have to get officially licensed to do business with the league. Now he's got his stuff in a couple sporting goods stores, and he's moving around doing his wares. He's coming to L.A. for the All-Star Game, which is kind of the NatCon of MLB from a business standpoint, not just a baseball one, Scott. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. He said, listen, do you need any bats? I'm coming. And I was like, sure, yeah, you know, sure, I'd love it. Next thing you know, he sends me this video, which is 20 bats personalized to each person on each team with our station logos on it and a couple extra thrown in. I was floored by this man's generosity, but that's what happens when you do good things. People pay it forward, and this guy's paying it forward as well. So I'm very much looking forward to him showing up. We're 100% having him on the show when he arrives, and that's where the bad situation is. Now, can we post or repost this video yes. in the community so everybody can see it? I think I did it? post it in the community. It's there from last night, so you can retweet that if you like. And that's, that's what's going on. So Greg and I's adventure, Greg sitting right here, our adventure to uh, play it against sports, not, yes, sir. not nullified. It was a fun bit, and we still did it. I still got to give you that money, by the way. Morales, 
take I'm note. not the one talking about it I know. all the time. And so anyway, and so the point is, my man Kip, which is his name, came through monstrously. Like, I don't know that even if I had asked for something special that I would have asked for that. Right. The bats, if you guys haven't seen these bats, go into the community, find the video. It would be really easy if we could repost it. But And I only say that because I know for someone like me, I'll have a hard time finding yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just retweet it in the community. But, Greg, while you're here, yeah. please tell Scott what you did last night. I went to the batting cages last night, and I, I, I hit a few. I thought I did it pretty well. okay for the first time in probably six or seven years swinging a bat. How do you okay. feel today? I feel good. My whole body feels good, but I am starting to get a blister on my left thumb, so oh. that's not a good situation. Okay, at so all. do we have like a proper trainer to tape you up and everything? I mean, how are you? <laughs> oh, oh yeah, there, there we go. go. Yeah. But he's on the other <laughs> team, so I don't know if he'll I mean, let me. I, I mean, really? Is is, it, is that a HIPAA violation? If he, I, you know, you why, know, why does he want to help the other team? This is a serious <laughs> Cause competition because he's, he's a healer. Because because ultimately, true. that's really what he's all about. He's gonna do surgery on my thumb. I don't know about surgery, but maybe he can tape you up, put a band aid on it. Well, Neosporin for you. So what'd you yeah. do? Break but, it down. What, 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 were the, what were the swings you took? Did you go fast pitch? Did you? No, I went with a high pitch softball pitches okay. because that's what we're doing. Right. Where did you go to do this? Uh, Sherman Oaks. Mm-hmm. So there, it's at the Magic Castle. Was it the Magic Castle? No, it's not Magic Castle. There's like a a, a putt putt right there with it also. Okay. But there is batting cages, and I went there and I I had sixty pitches. I'd got two tokens, and I hit I hit a few of them pretty well. Most I hit every single pitch. Oh, that's, I did. I hit every you were 60 single for pitch. sixty. You hit all sixty balls. You yes, never, I did not, You never whiffed. Not one swing and miss. Um, but most of them, a couple of them were on the ground, but most of them were in the air. I okay. think. I think it's going to be just fine. So, so Clinton, when you think good. scouting report and and the way Bergie just described his performance last night, you you see him as Singles more of a contact yes. hitter. Bergman's and, batting second in our lineup for a mm-hmm, reason. He's mm-hmm. a contact guy who's yeah. a smart base runner. He's not going to run into outs. No. That's not what we're doing. So Absolutely I, he not. He showed me the footage. Are, are you comfortable posting the footage? I'll post the footage. Post I'm just trying footage. to find the good hits. This is what we're doing. <laughs> I, don't we're all... <laughs> how, I don't know how to edit it. Oh, that's an issue. But you yes, don't have to post long. good ones rather than bad ones because, really, I'd like to be able to scout you out on just a variety of pitches. I don't need to see sure. just only good stuff. All right, here. You want me to just send it just to you, Cal? No, no, no. Put it no, in no, the community. No, post it's it. Too, it's too long. No, dude. Post it in the community. Like, edit just it. cut it's it off. three and a half minutes. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm Edit it down. Uh, this, edit. I don't know how to do it, Cap. I'm like you. I don't know how to do well, these things. You know, like, I have a minute I video. Cool. I don't know how to edit it down, too. So. Just oh, cut it in half. trying to bring it out right now. Just cut it in half. You keep saying cut it in half. I don't know how to do that. Greg, send it, and I'll edit. Okay, thank you. I want you to go about like... 30 seconds, okay. 45 seconds in. You. Yeah. You know how to airdrop it, Bergie? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, you hit the little airdrop button. Yeah. So I mean, editing <laughs> is not that hard. So, Berg, have you, have you thrown the ball any? How was your No, uh, so I threw a little bit with uh, um, Boss Amanda yesterday. We were just kind of, you know, little short tosses. In the yeah. office? Yeah, in the office. That doesn't really count. No, not in, <laughs> not in the field. Because you can't really uncork well, it. I mean, what, you want me to go outside and just throw I don't it know, at a wall? I have a buddy that you, you know. I, I don't know. I have a buddy, but then for the most part, like, you know, most of my I was just wondering. Kids, it wasn't know, an accusation. How about you and I go after afterwards? Yeah. No, I'm doing do something tonight. Oh, That's yeah. You yeah. had a bigger name on the but, other line. No, Clay is already, he's already warmed up. He's yeah, already I, exercised. I got my program oh. started. I got my routine. Bro, I'm going to see Rap-ish, the premiere. It's I'm kidding. Yeah. Uh... I mean, come on. What are we talking about? <laughs> That's right, so why I did you, my Laura. early work. That's why they call it early work, so that you do it early. You get it out of the way, but no. So you had it. Well, you letter grade for your performance yesterday, how you feel. Uh, I feel like it was a solid high B. Okay. So, like, not B plus, but, you know, high B. All right. And did you, did you have any issues? I mean, you say you hit all 60 balls. But, I did. like, when you first started to see pitches, any issues with timing at all? 
Uh, there was a little bit of timing issue where it's like mostly ground balls where I'd swing just a little bit too early and it hit it to the. It was I would pull it and it would be on the ground. But then once I kind of just stepped back just a little bit and then I was I was hitting more. I was having patience. more a little more of launch angle. Okay. going so I was having a little bit more in the air, could over the second baseman's head. Right. Yeah. Or okay. the shortstop's head. Clinton, yeah, will you be coaching uh, all of our hitters that when they go up, like you know, should they take a first pitch? Should they just look at one first? Well, or the problem with that is that the way the rules work is that mm-hmm. it's starts with one and one that's just done to keep it moving that's basic co-ed recreational adult softball stuff so that people aren't in there taking forever trying to draw walks so my basic i approach that i'm going to tell everybody is if you like it hit it pretty much swing you know what i mean like swing I, away. I don't think anybody's Be aggressive here, huh anybody's not here to you know sort of work counts that's boring you know what i mean uh, yes if you like it hit it that doesn't mean swing at everything it means to make sure you know the situation and you know know your own pitches Mm-hmm. That's the easiest way to do it. Mm-hmm. If you like it, hack at it. Okay. All right. So, Bird, go up there just thinking aggressive. Go up there, bat on ball, make contact, yeah. put it in play, and let's oh. let's get you on base. Yeah, not worried about it. I will definitely be on base. Yes. This is what high OBP yes. for Greg. That's, yes, that's, exactly. That's I'm, I'm, not, I'm not looking to hit it out of the park. That's not that's not my game. <laughs> you know, if I, I'll get to second. If it gets through, if it gets it's a gap, I'm going to second, maybe third. But right. for the most part. I'm just trying to get on base and then moving people along. We're doing extra leg conditioning for you before the game so we don't blow out any <laughs> Well, you know look, Mario, Mario's going to get on base. I'm going to move him to at least third and then or, or bring him that. in. And then we have Kirk. I mean, this Clinton, is, nice is there setup. any way we can get the concierge to stretch him out? <laughs> you'd, Whoa, have, you'd have to ask him be. about that. And if you ask him that to his face, I do not guarantee what he's going to do afterwards. So there's that. <laughs> All right, listen, stick around, everybody. Um, hey, coming up, so... I think many of us assumed that the Lakers at some point will get Kyrie Irving. Like, I think many of us think it's a foregone conclusion. Ah, one way or another, it's going to work itself out. Well, there's a report in New York now that Kyrie ain't going anywhere. We will get to that story coming up in just a matter of moments. Yeah, we're going to break our whole Laker moratorium here. Yeah, today is National French Fry Day. See why? You're going to be celebrating? You're going to... Pound on some fries? You know, that's not really on my typical pregame game week routine list as far as meals are concerned. No, I'm joking. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if I enjoy some uh, different strains tonight. Then there might be some uh, different French fries. How about that? So um, when we talk about French fries, do all French fries, are they all considered fries? Meaning, like, a tater tot's not a fry. That's a tater tot, no, right? No, And also, I, I, how do I say this? There's only so good fries can be as part of the larger construction of a meal. And for me, fries are only happening, only happening when somebody is handing me a bag out of a window into another window in which I am in the car and then I am eating the fries right then. Outside of that, not a lot of French fry consumption in my typical life. So when you go to a restaurant and they say to you something like, would you, would you prefer fries or a salad? You know, like on the side, do you want fries or would you like chips? Do you, I, do you not get fries? I almost never get fries in those situations, although when we did go to lunch the other day with Laura and Amanda, I stole some of her sweet potato fries off of her plate. That's the only those situation in which I'll do that, yes. Okay, sweet potato fries are fire. Yes. Um, waffle fries. Do waffle fries count today as National French Fry Day? Does a waffle fry count as a French fry or is a waffle fry different than a French fry? Waffle fries are French fries, but yeah, waffle fries are things I eat at bowling alleys. So, yeah. you know. What about potato wedges? Kind of like curly Ooh, fries. Oh, I was thinking about that. When I go to beat-ups, I do get the potato wedges. But those aren't fries to me. Not at all. They, they aren't to me. So who got the best fries? 
because this is an ongoing, lifelong debate that people have all the time. And I've already heard Chris Morales talk about Del Taco having amazing fries. People tell me all the time Del Taco has amazing fries. I can't tell you the last time I've been to a Del Taco. It's got to be like 25 years. Also, like, I don't, I, I'm not as familiar with Del Taco's menu as, as you guys are, but, like, tacos and fries, is that what we're doing? Like, how does, how does that work? Yeah, you get, ta- did, you get like, a combo of, of, like, a couple tacos and some fries and a drink. And, like, yeah, they are literally one of the best fries you'll ever eat. They're crinkle cut, which is the best fry to me. Crinkle oh, cut. you're a crinkle cut I'm guy. a crinkle, crinkle cut guy, okay. yes. Like, you buy them at the grocery store. Yes, and put in my air fryer. Yes, I'm that <laughs> really? dude. I'm that dude. Okay. What about it. a curly fry? You like a curly fry? I like a curly fry. When I, when I misspoke earlier, the curly fries are what I associate with the bowling alley, not the ah, waffle fries, now that I think it. about it. Yeah. Waffle fries are more of a Chick-fil-A thing. Sort of, yeah. I, I think so. For waffle, Carl's Jr. Waffle yeah. fries are pretty good. They're also, they're, to me, they're also different. It's a different vehicle for the sauce because they're like flat, typically. You know what I mean? Like I, when I, I don't know. When I eat waffle fries, I feel like it's more of a meal. Than it is I feel when like, I get regular fries. Yeah, because I feel like a waffle fry can be like a big thing. Yeah. And then it can also be a very floppy, greasy thing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. Because it, it doesn't really take on like the, the hard, you know, kind of crunchy sort of a thing. It's sort of a floppy, greasy kind of a deal. Very few fries, to your point, Scott, can imitate McDonald's. I mean, McDonald's. Yes, yeah, it's, yeah, the, McDonald's. it's the OG it's, number it's, one. It's I'd ex- say that. It's the top experience. I mean, like, yep. let's be real. Top of the food it. chain. Yeah. Yes. You're eating them immediately as soon as you get them. Yes. And because for, for one reason, number two, they're terrible when they're cold. That's but number true. one, they're great when they're hot. And yep. so you just got to do it, Scott. Mm-hmm. So McDonald's is still the leader in the clubhouse. Not is that even what you're close. telling me? Not even close. Yes. Great. Okay. Uh, I'll take suggestions. 877-710-ESPN. 877-710-3776. National French Fry Day. Everybody seems to agree McDonald's is the best. A it lot is. of people say Del Taco is underrated. Mm. Um, Do you Laura? guys like your uh, fries with toppings, or you like a naked? I was going to ask. Mm. Or you I like don't the put seasoning? the stuff on the fries, but I will dip the fries in other stuff. Do you like oh. chili cheese on it and stuff oh, like that? No, that's way. I don't have that kind of time. You know <laughs> <laughs> I mean, on the really? on the other end, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, no, I, I don't do all that. No. Let me ask this question because you know everybody usually says that In and Out's fries are not bomb. Everybody's like, oh, burgers in and Out are the best. Fries are not the best. Anybody ever do like animal style fries? Yes, they're still not that great. Oh, dude! How yes, can... they're good. So good, so good. Yeah. Scott. I mean, listen. The, once you take the the sautéed onions and the and the Thousand Island dressing and the cheese, and you douse the fries in it, it doesn't matter if it's McDonald's fries or fries out of a bag from a freezer. No, um, they're bomb because all the other stuff that's all over it. No, not yeah, the case. I'm not a big fan of that. No, like no? I'm a big like I used to be big on animal cell fries until I wasn't. Like it, I was, I've had them recently, and I was like, man, why do I pay that much money for this? Because it's not worth it. Right. Like it really isn't to me. But seriously, I love mom and pop shop. Like, cause their fries are thicker. Like, I'm eating French fries right now. My diet's all messed up today. But so you're a fry enthusiast. I love if, fries. Like, yeah. I love fries. So I like the mom and pop. Like, these are thicker, but I also like the seasonings. Like, every mom and pop shop has like a different twist to their seasoning. So good. You dip them in ranch. That's true. Good. I do like dipping. I like fries a seasoning. I like a seasoning that approaches like not quite an Old Bay, but it's kind of in that zone, like a seasoned salt. I do like a little of that on there. But typically, I just like them hot, and I'll put the salt. I'll sometimes put pepper on them, too. Yeah. You know which fries are really good? I haven't had them in a minute. Tell me. But Wingstop fries. Oh, really? Oh, okay. oh Wingstop. All right. Good. That's are good they fire? Me. Yeah, they're fire. They're good. Would you say they're bussy? <laughs> no. 
That's a you thing, Cappy. I, mm. I stay in my lane. You, that's a y'all. That's a caps lane right there. You did yeah. a decent deployment of sus yesterday. That was did, not as did. good today. This, really? This one, no, that didn't that didn't meet the standard. Got it. Understood. <laughs> um, Clinton Yates, uh, let me throw something by you here. I believe that many of us who are Laker observers mm-hmm. or fans. Or media members who cover the team. Regardless, I think many of us made an assumption that ultimately the Lakers will find a way to get Kyrie Irving from the Nets, which will then give them an opportunity to push out Russell Westbrook, which is what everybody seemingly thinks they want to do, other than Darvin Ham, who's talking about how much he can't wait to work with Russ and how much he can't wait to coach him, et cetera, et cetera. Am I wrong on that? Like, do you think most people assumed that the Kyrie deal will get done? I think a week ago, most people thought that. But I think in that week, the situation communication-wise and just overall with everything with the Lakers and the Nets, for that matter, has, has kind of changed. It's like, I don't really know how to explain this, but like, you know how, let's just say, two people are in one relationship, but you kind of know one of those people kind of wants to date somebody else, but like... It's and you know who that person is, but it's gonna take a lot for that to actually really go down. I, I think we're kind of in that phase, and why? Because each person, as in the Lakers and the Nets, have their own messes to kind of sort out. Like Kyrie's not just coming for nothing; somebody's got to go, and that person is Russell Westbrook, most likely. Well, we saw what happened between Westbrook and LeBron. So until we can sort of get over that part, I don't really think we're in a position to talk about what Kyrie's going to be doing just yet. Similarly, for the Nets. The Nets are out here airing out every single little thing that goes on. And in their particular pocket of the world, those two can't even seem to get on the same page about anything, even though Kyrie opted in. So I don't know that there's been enough communication within each side on itself for me to think at this point still that it's going to be some sort of, you know, fait accompli that Kyrie comes over to L.A. I really don't. It's just a lot of chaos on both coasts. Take a listen to this. This is from the New York Post today regarding Kyrie Irving. Um, And this is a quote. Another source, I'm quoting from the New York Post, another source close to Kyrie Irving told the Post that the all-star point guard not only never asked for a trade, but has had every intention of playing for Brooklyn with or without Durant. This is what was published today in the New York Post. My point is this. We, the Laker community, have made an assumption, I believe, that LeBron has be uh, behind the scenes been pushing to make this Kyrie thing happening, to make it happen. Then the whole LeBron's on this side of the arena, Russ is on that side of the arena. Clearly they're not talking and hanging out and bro-hugging and the whole day. They don't want to be seen together. There's an icy relationship there that further fuels the notion that LeBron wants Russ out and he's waiting for Kyrie to, and this whole thing to go down. Don't forget there was also the Genie Bus tweet that talked about Kobe, and he understood, and he could say things I can't say, and all of that. Everything seemed to be indicating that LeBron was pushing for Kyrie, and he was pushing to get Russ out. And today, again, New York Post, no names, says that a source close to Kyrie says he not only didn't ask for a trade, he has no intention of doing anything other than playing for Brooklyn with or without Kevin Durant. That is new information. Whether or not it's accurate, I still don't know because I hate when they don't give a source. 
or a, a source close to because I never really truly believe it necessarily. The source doesn't matter here, though, Scott, because I think we're adding. The point is, is all of the data points we have come to one conclusion. I don't have to be steered wayward by every single story that comes along. I can look at them all and say, y'all don't know what you're doing. It's as simple as that, and I don't have a problem with that. It's the middle of July. You know what I mean? We don't have to have definitive decisions on every player at this stage, and I mean that from a franchise standpoint as much as I mean that from a media standpoint. Like, this is what speculation is, y'all, and it's a lot of the different people doing a lot of different things. I think that's still the phase we're in. Don't judge the recipe right now by what's happening when it's cooking in the middle, and that goes for both teams right now because they're trying to get their, their figurative houses in order. That's speaking of, yeah. Speaking of recipes and cooking, we got a lot of people on the line that want to tell us about the best fries. It is National French Fry Day, and I am getting a lot of feedback from everybody telling me that, indeed, the Del Taco fries are, make no mistake about it, Clinton Yates, bussy. <laughs> Stick around, everybody. We're going to take your calls. We're going to hear what you think. What you need to know is coming up. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN.